Not like it? Is it not nostalgia for you? No, I'm enjoying it. I'm finding it though that it is, it doesn't hook me. The end of the episode doesn't spur me to then want to go and watch the next one. Hmm. Like I'm, I'm watching a documentary right now on Crave about this guy whose mom was killed and the next, the I want to watch the next episode, right? <laughs> I those, those crime trash shows? What's yeah. up, folks? <laughs> <laughs> But Cobra Kai is not doing it. But hey, I'm watching it with my son. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm interested to hear what he thinks about it and if he's actually seen the original Karate Kid. No, see, What's he up? doesn't remember seeing the original one. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's good. Don't show it to him and let him watch it and see if these flashbacks make any sense to him. Um, what's up, folks? This is the Sidekick Show. Uh, we're hey, here Monday, uh, what are we, November 11th? No, uh, January. January? Oh, damn it. I wish it was November. It's November. Um, November. <laughs> <laughs> wow, John oh, just went back in time by two months. I wish I could go back in time. Oh, man. Wow, that All would right. mean the election is tomorrow. So for those of our, our friends in the U.S. who are voting tomorrow on the 12th, good luck. Um, yeah, no, it's January the 11th, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the Heroes World Psychic Show. That's what John is trying to say. Yeah, that's what so, I'm trying to say. We're getting 11-11 is Scott's birthday. So I see Scott in the chat. I see Lewis in the chat. I see Frazier. Uh, you guys, thanks for joining us early here. Um, we are live here every Monday at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. So definitely join us every week. Um, we are part of the Heroes World podcast. So if you want to see more shenanigans, we'll be mentioning that show later. Um, what, what do we want to get to first? Do we want to talk about new releases? Yeah, we can. Um, okay, <laughs> Andrew's well, okay. popping in with a. With, he's already started with a movie. <laughs> we have, wait, 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 wait. We're, we're going to get. We're going to talk. We're, so we are going to be talking 80s, 80s movies. Uh, yeah. We, so we're kind of going to throw everything in the bracket. So we're going to get to that. So don't throw those out there because we're not going to be able to scroll back and see too much. Um, yeah, because we lose it after a certain number of comments. So. I, I I don't I feel like it's either time or it's like number of comments. So don't go crazy, folks. Um, welcome, welcome to the show. Thanks again so much for tuning in live. Uh, this is awesome. Whenever you guys are popping in, first thing. Um, so let's talk new releases. New releases. Comics are going to be available at Heroes World uh, Wednesday morning. We got a bunch of stuff. I'm just going to hit a couple of the hits, and I've got a couple kind of themed products that I'm going to mention that go with our '80s theme. Uh, so Amazing Spider-Man 57 is going to be out. They're, they're cranking those out every week, I feel like. Uh, there's a Chris Claremont anniversary special that's going to drop. Um, there's a Homesick Pilots number two, uh, Immortal Hulk 42, and we have a whole bunch of King and Black stuff, which is the new kind of big Venom Marvel event. Gwenom versus Carnage, Black uh, King and Black, Planet of the Symbiotes, and the Thunderbolts number one. We also have uh, Pat's favorite book, Marauders, coming out. Um, and then I'm going to jump to DC. It's going to be in their second week of their future state stuff. So uh, we're going to see a whole bunch. So last week they did actually really well. So a lot of people picked up next Batman. A lot of people picked up wonder woman, which features the new, uh, the new Brazilian wonder woman. Uh, so it's a very cool stuff. So this week we're going to have dark detective. Number one, green lantern, justice league, cares superwoman, uh, Robin eternal, Superman, and wonder woman and teen Titans. Um, so yeah, DC Future State is uh, looking pretty good so far. It's uh, it's, it's it's fun. Uh, and then I'm going to mention a couple other items that are related to our uh, current topic. So I'm going to mention uh, this very cool. Hey, that's cool. It's actually cut out and stuff like that. I, I, there you go. I didn't do that, but yeah. So this is a, a thousand piece <laughs> puzzle uh, released uh, that's going to be uh, new second editions coming out soon. So if you do want this, I can order it for you um, of the of Die Hard. So it's, it's based off a Mondo poster that they released, which is kind of like an 8-bit version of Die Hard. 
and, yeah. and it's got like all the floors of the Nakatomi uh, Plaza or building or whatever. Uh, it's it's got, missing a few, but yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like it's it's pretty cool. Um, so if you guys dig puzzles and if you dig uh, yeah. Mondo's art, this new second edition is going to be on sale uh, very soon, uh, and it's going to be like twenty four ninety nine, and it's approximately twenty seven inches by nineteen inches. I don't Sweet. know if that's standard for a puzzle or not, um, but I thought that'd be something pretty fun we could show off. And then the other thing I'm going to mention is a Die Hard, the Nakatomi Heist board game. Um, so this is a cool one versus many. And of course, my daughter busts in the room. What's up? Uh, so this is a one versus many game. So you can play as John McClane and you fight against the terrorists or um, Hans Gruber and his thugs. And they, they've got to break the seven locks of the safe each kind of like round. Um, so it's cool because it's asymmetric gameplay. So one of you does get to play as John McClane and uh, you can play up to four. Sorry. Uh, up to up to four players, so you can have up to uh, three people playing as the bad guys, which is really cool. So you kind of work together. You try to put together these locks, and if you're John McClane, you're trying to grab the machine gun and kind of like traverse it across the across the plaza and or across the uh, the building and 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 things like that. So I, I thought that was a pretty cool product. So I can order that in. That's about forty nine ninety nine. Um, and up to four players takes about 60 to 90 minutes, which I think is like the sweet spot for board games. Um, and I think that's <laughs> that's it for uh, my new releases. I'm going to kick it to Rob because my daughter's going nuts here. <laughs> no, I want to keep enjoying the show. All right, kicking it to me. All right, so we uh, – uh, listen, everybody, thank you for joining us. Um, a lot of news dropped in the last – like pretty much today – um, and that's because Kevin Feige has been doing some uh, press release for WandaVision. As you know, WandaVision is dropping on Disney Plus on Friday. Uh, two episodes are coming out. Uh, it appears to be um, 30 minutes in length. There is some rumor that they will expand to about the 42-minute mark as you get later into the season. Um, but they are the first uh, two episodes, I believe, are 30 to 32 minutes each in length. So that comes out this Friday. And I'm pretty sure that we are going to be reviewing it and having an episode come out on on Sunday. Um, so definitely stay tuned for more information on that. But in terms of the news that's been coming out, um, obviously, I guess what I will say is probably the biggest one is all the rumors have kind of been washed away. Kevin Feige has confirmed that Ryan Reynolds will reprise his role as Deadpool in Deadpool 3 for Marvel, and it will be a hard R. So that is pretty exciting. Um, he will be part of the MCU proper. Ryan Reynolds uh, tweeted about it afterwards, making a joke uh, that he essentially showed Kevin Feige Spider-Man 1 and 2 and convinced him it was actually Deadpool 1 and 2. So uh, Deadpool coming. Obviously, Reynolds is really busy right now, and he, they're not looking to film until maybe sometime in 2022. Um, I can't imagine it being a movie that requires a whole heck of a lot of special effects, like the Avengers or... Uh, the Thor movie or this and that. So it is feasible, it, depending on when they film in 2022, that we could be seeing it in 2023. Uh, it is possible. So you never know. But uh, look for that to start getting some more information as we, we move on there. Uh, they did it crazy with Juggernaut and Colossus, the last movie. Like, like a lot of CG going on there. So. Yeah, but I didn't, they didn't, it wasn't like a spectacle as like the Thor with the spaceships and with the Avengers as of late and everything else like that. So I think it was a bit more practical effects. Yeah, obviously you had some CG elements, but I guess my point was you didn't have to spend a year and a half in CG and post-production to, to create the world, right? Um, some other news um, out of Kevin Feige. Oh, so much news. 
Um, Loki, uh, Winter Soldier, and Loki. So what they when they were making these Disney Plus movies, they had a decision. They said we can either make like like you know four to six one hour length episodes or like ten half hour episodes. So that's what we have with WandaVision. Um, both Loki and Falcon and Soldier will be. Uh, six episodes in length and about um, between 49 to 56 minutes in, in length. So I hope I didn't mess it up. But yes, it's about an hour each episode. Um, so that's good. So that's some good information on that. Um, if we're talking about some bad news, I guess we can always talk about the fact that uh, movies are delayed once again. So the first, <laughs> no surprise, right? The first confirmed delay will be Mobius. I uh, was supposed to, is it Mo Morbius? It was supposed to be out March. It's now have, has been moved to October. Um, it's it, a Jake Gyllenhaal Tyrese project, right? Yeah, yes. Uh, it's looking like your Fast and the Furious 9 will also be delayed. Universal hasn't made any comment about what it's planning to do. Uh, just as, as, um, uh, Sony hasn't made uh, any, or MGM, sorry, hasn't made any confirmation of what's going to happen with a new Bond. That's supposed to be out in April. The likelihood is that will have to be moved yet again. Um, although the, my one, you know, the one that, thing that is interesting is that Universal has this deal that they made after the Trolls World Tour with some of the, the theaters about putting it the, online at the same time. And it was a bit different than what Warner Brothers did with One Woman 84. So I do wonder if Fast 9 would end up on the streaming service at the same time as in theaters, but I'm just not too sure. Um, but it's looking, I, I am assuming, John, and I'm, I'm not a, I, I wouldn't say I'm a betting man. Uh, I think I was before One Woman 84, but I think <laughs> since we got kind of hooped on that one, I'm I'm pretty much betting that that um, uh, Bond will definitely be moving off of its April um, post. The problem is, where does it go? This is, now we've talked about this before, John, there's only so many weekends, bro. Only so many weekends available, and what do you do, right? Um, speaking about Warner Brothers and what they're... the whole week, it'll be like theater trip every day of the week. Well, this is the problem, right? Because even if you double up on weekends, or if, as you say, you, you drop a new movie on Wednesday and you got another one on on Saturday, you're, you're watering down the content to the point that people aren't going to have as much money to be able to go spending it, going to the movie theaters twice, three times a week. Uh, or six times a month for new releases. So I don't know what the solution is. Maybe we do need, we do have the streaming uh, option available to us. It seems to have worked well with One Woman 84 in terms of money, although the figure, final figures haven't been released yet. Um, but I, would you watch Fast 9 at home if you had no option to go to the theater? I, I Well, yeah, if there's no option, obviously I'm going to. Um, at this stage, I don't think it's going to happen over here um but i know i think they are priming and they want that out in like big theater blockbuster style but i don't know how long they can wait to to return i don't think it's going to happen so i think they got it i think they got to get it out before people forget unless they release a whole bunch of like mini spin-offs and stuff like that and that animated show is not going to cut it uh no and i i won't even watch that so uh, um <laughs> so who knows who knows i just don't i i listen reality is that these the things will be released at some point it's no there's no point anymore in in guaranteeing you know giving us a date when you guarantee it kevin feige is not moving off of black widow uh he's he's saying no we are sticking to the may date the problem is john is that now it comes down to a matter of 
And I know that Lewis is making fun of me about my math skills, but it does come down to a matter. It does come down to a mathematical equation. That mathematical equation is how many individuals will have received the vaccine before the first May weekend when that movie comes out. Because if it's not going to be a lot, there's not going to be a lot of people going to theaters to see it. That's the reality of things. Mm -hmm. um, hey, I know that Scott is on here, and uh, Scott made uh, an appearance on our best of 2020 episode. And I, if I'm mistaken. Scott had recommended Umbrella Academy. Is that correct? Yes. Scott, yes, he did. Well, Scott will be happy to know that the Umbrella Academy just unveiled the season three cast for the Sparrow Academy. Um, and if you remember the end of season two, we got some silhouettes. They changed time. And then when they went back to the present time, there was the Sparrow Academy. There is one individual who is carrying over from that cast, and that is the person who plays Ben. He is part of the Sparrow Academy. So uh, definitely uh, go online and check out all the different actors who have been cast as Sparrow Academy. And, John, that's all I really have for news, man. It's uh, it's just one of those days. <laughs> oh, wait. I have yep. one more thing to say. I want anybody to know, hey, what do you think of Wonder Woman? Best Picture Oscar winner. <laughs> it's it's like, is it is it officially confirmed that this is still happening? Like, Grammys have been postponed, right? So is are Oscars going forward, and is it going to be like Bad Boys, Wonder Woman, Tenant, Harley Blood Quinn, <laughs> Bloodshot? <laughs> we can almost name them all in on two hands. On, <laughs> Onward, um, Trolls World Tour, uh, Mulan. Like like I, I I don't know if I'm forgetting anybody. I think there was a couple other animated features that came out. Um, but yeah, this this is nuts like what a what a what a cherry to the to that to that which is a uh, 2020 if wonder woman gets best picture well <laughs> warner, sure. brothers, warner brothers warner brothers has decided to submit ww84 in all categories best picture best actress best uh, directing best writing everything the entire every act every category they've submitted this movie for uh, and given the fact that there's not much in terms of hits of, of competition it's very feasible that this would be the second DC movie that will have won an Academy Award next to <laughs> right next to Suicide Squad, Squad. <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> so what a, what a disaster if if the, I think the Oscars has to like do something to not have that on record, unless they call this Oscars twenty twenty, and then uh, like a like a semicolon <laughs> win, winner by default, and then a picture of like Homer Simpson or something like that. Like I feel like that's not right if they go forward like that, you know. Well, but yeah, who knows? There you go, man. So that's uh, that's it. That's the news. That that that's a that's a good bomb to end the news on. <laughs> so, so, so thanks again for joining us, folks. We're gonna let's dive quickly into the comments, and then maybe we'll talk a little bit about the podcast uh, that's coming up. So let's see, uh, everyone. We we did try to start on time today, so I, I know a lot of people are saying, "Hey, uh, <laughs> a lot of people in the comments checking the time." Um, hey, the future state are people. I, I you were mentioning future state doing really well. My understanding is it's going back for second and third printing because maybe some people have slept on the first. Yeah, yeah. A, a bunch of issue ones and even the number two for next Batman have been slated for second prints. Um, they've got these cool design covers. Um, so it's 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 odd. It's it just it's just timing of this event. So a lot of places like us, we um, because of the new uh, DC uh, final order cutoff dates, we were able to adjust these orders now knowing that we're in the pandemic lockdown. So some of the books have been adjusted. So maybe they're not um, 
as available as as most other titles. Like we did order a significant amount, and all the major books did come with uh, a Wonder Woman eighty four cover, um, which you know the, the movie you know wasn't stellar, but these covers actually look really cool. So J. Scott Campbell, Adam Hughes, like all and a lot of movie uh, imagery. So the movie does look fantastic. Like they have Gal Gadot in the armor, golden armor, and things like that. So if you are a fan of the imagery of Wonder Woman, then it's going to be some cool stuff for you to pick up. But yeah, it's it seems to be catching on, and then. Uh, the two top books I would say are the next Batman, which is the new uh, the Black Batman character, yep. um, and the new Wonder Woman, which is the new Brazilian Wonder Woman. So uh, it should be interesting. Uh, see, um, see who sticks around. Yeah, uh, I don't know if we want to get. Well, yeah, I'm I'm going to bring it up. What the hell? Um, yep. You know, I'm a big fan of Jason Fabok. Yeah. Um, and so, if you remember, uh, Friends of Heroes World, there was a bit of a controversy with Fabok with another um, Unionville-based comic book store uh, back in the summer when Three Jokers number one came out. Um, Fabok has taken to Instagram, and I, I the post, I think, he had posted, he's been posting some photos of uh, of a raven, something that he's been drawing, and he posted one the other day, and it seems to have disappeared. Um, but before that happened, I guess he was responding to somebody's um a question i don't know what the question was but there was a screenshot of his responses and so i just kind of wanted to he's made a comment with respect to dc comics and he just says uh to whatever the um he just said um i think he was talking about somebody asked me would you ever do a creator owned series and he responded by saying i just want to draw and focus on that uh, but I see the draw to, towards it. So um, maybe one day or a hybrid like Tony Daniel or Keanu Reeves did, you know, with Keanu and Boom and uh, with mm -hmm. Berserker, right? And yeah. But he says, but DC is so poorly run, it took six months to get back to us on our pitch. Um, so I took work elsewhere. That pitch being a sequel to Three Jokers. Uh, he then doubles down and says, I don't think it's being run very well, which is DC. And it's okay to say that. Many people working there are saying the same. For starters, they fired almost everyone I ever worked for at the company, many of which were passionate about the books and didn't deserve to go. Uh, he has since deleted that posting, and so therefore that all that comment foot is gone. But he has pretty much come out and obviously, as I said, and read there. He's, he's not happy with how things are being handled over at DC. It's hard to say. Yeah, they're going through a massive restructuring. Times are changing. So, like, it, it, I guess they are doing it kind of publicly because I guess uh, there's more fans and these all these artists and other people in the mix. So, who knows? Maybe it's just like any other corporate restructuring, or maybe it is a disaster. I guess we won't know until maybe maybe a couple a couple months from now if we really like you know the wheels fall off the truck or whatever the, the expression is i just made that up <laughs> yeah, there you go well andrew andrew just actually asked a question he says how has the state of the comic industry been during the past year up down steady or going up um i don't know i guess as a retailer you would be better poised at answering that my understanding though is that sales are actually increasing it's it's hard to say yeah the, 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 there's a lot of spec uh market stuff that's yes. going out and uh and uh, we were we were doing okay um, before the lockdown, so we'll we'll see when we when we come back if if everything's going good or if the books that came out while we were closed down continue to go. So I uh, I don't know. I would have to like kind of look at a look at some sales figures and like a kind of like uh, a, the bigger picture 
on, on how things are doing in in, in general. I, I know a lot of people are missing, like a lot of people passed on stuff. Um, X of Swords probably didn't do as well as it should have. King in Black, which is uh, the Donny Kate stuff, is not quite doing as well as it should. Um, right. But there are other books that are just catching fire and taking off, like the first appearance of this new Wonder Woman and and uh, and other like uh, books, nice covers, even books with just nice covers. People are grabbing onto. So it's 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 kind of bizarre. <laughs> I've uh, I've read, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I've read that a lot of indie titles have really exploded during this pandemic year, uh, where you're seeing studios like Boom and even Image, like I mean, they've they've been killing it with a lot of their titles, and so a lot of these more uh, these non DC non Marvel um, IPs are doing really really well. People are really picking up on these. Something is killing the children and. Yeah, um, like especially well, Image, did, right, so. Image did cut back their line, so there's all kinds of stuff going on. Star Wars has gone crazy because of all these Star Wars announcements. So yeah. things like that, yeah, definitely is giving giving it a little bit of a boost. But we'll see how many stores are around and carrying carrying that stuff. So yeah, it's it's hard cool. to say. I haven't I, I don't ha I haven't really kind of looked at it. I'm kind of just kind of trying to keep keep moving forward. So uh, we'll, maybe we'll come back to it later in like mid year or something like that and see if it really was. Hey, did did this help this industry or is did it like? crush it you know yeah um so let's let's get back into the comments quickly and then we'll get into uh the thing so uh andrew does say he watched all the superman movies superman Why? Yep. <laughs> yep 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 uh let's nobody see. will disagree with you there andrew uh scott says to go knock out some tunes on this uh picture of a piano behind me i wish this is the virtual background so i wish i had that grand piano and i wish i also knew how to play <laughs> Uh, let's see. What, what uh, song? What '80s tune would you rock it on the piano? I don't know. I I think I'd grab some steel drums and I'd rock some of the commando uh, music from uh, <laughs> from the movie we're going to talk about later. Uh, Andrew does right. ask about uh, what do you think of the Batwoman show? So, Rob, are you going to watch this new Batman Woman show? I think it doesn't premiere until next week. I think the 17th is when it actually starts with the new with the new uh, Batwoman. Yeah, um, I know you watch a lot of the CW shows, so I don't know if you're going to watch this one. So I gave the original, like first season, a, a couple of episodes. I, I usually, if I'm if I can't get into it by episode three, like if it becomes where I'm like a, a chore, I'm out. And so I bounced on the first uh, on season one. I didn't care for Ruby Rose. I didn't care for the storyline. I will give this a go, but I, I'm I'm going in with the expectation that I probably won't enjoy it just because there's something about the show that just doesn't really click with me. Um, but I, I'll give it a go. Sure. Why not? I mean, shit. I always need more to watch John. So yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. I, I think we should, we will get, we'll give it a go folks. You guys want to talk about it, especially uh, me and Rob will try and watch it uh, when it airs and, and maybe we'll hop on live and, and get everyone's thoughts and we can open up a nice Batwoman discussion. Uh, I did some Cobra. I did a Cobra Kai special. Uh, which was a lot of fun to talk about something you, like you just watched with a bunch of buddies. So I, I could definitely come up with some fun stuff for uh, the Batwoman stuff. I have been following uh, the the star's name, Javicia, I think her name is. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, on, on Instagram. Um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but but she's uh, she's been posting some of the stunt work and behind the scenes yeah. and the costume kind of in motion. And it all, it all looks pretty good. I haven't really kind of gotten into one of these CW shows since maybe early Arrow. So... But but you know what else what else is going on? So we might as well give it a try, right? Well, yeah. So like I, I know that Flash will be coming now. For those in Canada, I, I don't know the date Flash returns. 
um, in the U.S., but we're usually three days afterwards on Netflix. But there's just been no confirmation on Netflix that season seven is coming. So I don't really know. We're kind of up in the air on that. Um, Superman and Lois is also coming out in February, I believe. So you've got Batwoman, uh, Superman, Lois. Uh, I won't watch Legends, so don't bother with that for me. Um, <laughs> and The Flash. So, uh, you know, and I won't go back to Supergirl. I, I, I tried. I'm done with that as well. So... Um, yeah, yeah, we, I'm we actually looking forward to the, Yeah. Yeah, if you guys are down, we'll watch at least the first episodes of all these and, and we'll go we'll go live and chat about them. Um uh Jonathan Yo does mention that maybe they should have recast. I think that it is whoops, sorry, the comments are moving, so I'm clicking the wrong things. Um uh recast the character. I, I don't know if you're talking about Batwoman or not, but yeah, basically they have recast her in not recast, but they've created a new character. Yes. Uh I, I forgot was Rot. Ryan something or, or yeah yeah Ryan something or other yeah Ryan Wilder Kate, I believe something Wilder, like that's that. right yeah yeah, yeah Kate like Kane was the first one and she's gone right so yeah um, yeah which I think is fine why not do this for TV shows so um, I'm 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 gonna give it a try uh, like I said I don't watch a lot of these CW shows anymore so if you guys are down let's let's okay we'll do this now Rob we'll we'll agree to watch all the first episodes and 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 come back. Uh, yeah, yeah, Rob, you're you're agreeing to this. You only Wait. said one room. You're not watching Legends of Something, right? Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl. I have no interest in that either. So I'll watch. I'll watch. All right, fine. I'll I'll do it. I'll do it if you people want to jump on with me, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we'll try and get Rob in there. Um, but uh, let's let's jump to the podcast. Right. So what what do we what do we talk about this week? So no Mandalorian. Um, WandaVision starts next week, so we only did one this week, folks. Uh, so yeah. if you missed us on Sunday, uh, thanks. That's cool. Um, <laughs> Uh, but this Wednesday we talked about what do we what do we talk about this Wednesday? Almost well, what we did is we did our prediction of what we had to pick one um, title, uh, be it a movie or television show that we were very excited to see come twenty twenty one. So we all, uh, John, Andre, Stu, and myself, we all came up with an idea of at least one of the titles that something that excited us for for the year. Uh, we also came up with an idea of which one has the biggest potential to be twenty twenty one's version of. Wonder Woman 84. Um, so what movie could be that you're super excited for and it could potentially just shit the bed? Um, so uh, maybe Fast and Furious 9 makes an appearance on that list. I'm not really too sure. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think they can go any... They know they know what they're... They know their formula. They know their audience. They know where they're going with it. So yeah, um, we, we did throw out some other predictions. So definitely, yeah. Best, I, I think I... I thumbnailed the YouTube video as who's going to win 2021 and who's going to lose 2021. Uh, so yeah. you get a couple predictions from us. That was a lot of fun. We also we also did Heroes uh, for Hire, fan casted. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Heroes for Hire. I don't know if you guys were fans of uh, Finn Jones or Mike Coulter. Um, they are both. Um, we don't know if they're going to return, but but the rumor is that Marvel's going to bring back these characters. So we did our fan cast of our own very own Luke Cage and uh, uh, Iron Fist. And then what? What do we follow up with? Uh, we we got we, we uh, what if? our idea for what if? So Marvel has a what if show coming out on I think Disney Plus, yep. uh, animated style. So we kind of mm -hmm. did our own take on it, um, and then we wrapped up with um, the the Rock Factor. Uh, I think Stu called it Rock Viagra, but the franchise uh, Viagra, yes, franchise Viagra, yeah. So basically, inserting some other character into some other. Uh, book that's not doing so well even though i don't know in your opinion was fast and the furious doing uh, not so great and they added rock so fast and furious 4 returns um kind of back to basics the and cast. then fast five hits is where they added the rock and they came up with the 
the heist heist mechanic i like to call it or the ocean's yeah. 11 factor yeah well i think for sure at fast five was a definite uh i hate using the word pivot because it's just so fucking 2020 pandemic but it was a definite pivot away from what the first four fast movies were like and it and it went completely off the rails right i mean i think we can all agree fat the first three fast fierce movies were somewhat grounded in reality in terms of its physics with street racing that's really what it was you know fast but it was street racing. take some liberties <laughs> okay sure but yeah, but yeah, yeah your, your idea is yeah generally they're, they're street racers yeah they're kind of uh shady uh you know criminal yeah. element yeah. uh kind of uh uh i don't know what you would call it culture or mentality or something like yeah. that and then yeah and then five kind of just sends the ramp so i don't know if that's coincidence i don't know if that necessarily needed to be the rock i feel like it didn't really they just came up with a good uh formula and and rock just happened to be in it um, i'm sure it doesn't hurt that the rock was in it but i don't know what he did before that was really as hot as that 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 was kind of during his upwards trip yeah. yeah yeah like like he did the rundown which i which i really like but i wouldn't say he's like a you know household name after that but um well i think he had done the gi joe before that right a rise of cobra and all that so i felt like he was kind of he was at that point where he was the franchise as Stu said franchise viagra Throw yeah, they're, they're throwing him in everything yeah yeah um, yeah so I, yeah, so that that's that's Wednesday. That's Wednesday's episode. So please definitely, it's it's actually a lot of fun. And Andre gives us his pick of the week as well. So uh, definitely want to tune in. Yeah, yeah. John Jonathan Yo does say uh, he he liked Mike Coulter as a uh, Luke Cage, Iron Fist actor. Uh, he'd be fine with it if they replaced him. Uh, I think everybody would be fine if they replaced him with that. <laughs> that seemed to be the general consensus. I, I feel like this guy was thrown into season one, and you know. I don't know if it was necessarily his fault or not, but that definitely didn't kind of come fully realized. Uh, Scott Graziano says, uh, what if Wonder Woman 84 didn't suck? Oh man, I don't know how many of us wish that this was true. If they cooked it a little more on the editing table or, or I don't know, or, or, I, or, you or, know, or edited I, differently. No, I don't think the editing had anything to do with it. I think it was just, it was really shittily written and it shittily is not a real world word. And I completely accept that it was not well-written whatsoever. Maxwell, that whole, the whole plot and premise is atrocious. So there's no editing could save that, that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Frazier, Frazier mentions that his bond, uh, might be, uh, might be a letdown. Um, yeah. Spoilers. Definitely tune in. Uh, Andrew mentions Top Gun. I think Top Gun does come up for a second there. Um, there's some more bond talk. So I will tune into the podcast on Wednesday, folks. We'll, you'll, you'll find out if, if anyone chooses bond as their, uh, either most anticipated movie or uh, destined to Wonder Woman 84 it. Yeah. I don't know if that should be a new uh, vernacular or whatever. The <laughs> or whatever. You yeah. Wonder Woman 84 it or you WW 84 it. I feel like that should be a, it should be the terminology. Yeah, Scott mentions he forgot about Top Gun. I forgot about everything that was supposed to be scheduled for 2020. I literally only had like a couple things in my mind. I had to watch like a, a recap of what was supposed to happen in 2020 because certainly what was supposed to happen didn't happen. Um, Although I got to say Top Gun is on one of my like top five most excited movies to watch. I am very stoked to see that. It looks amazing. The fact that he uh, actually is flying that jet take take my money take it i, th I think cruz just sees the just wanted an excuse to fight to i mean fly a fighter jet and, and I he doesn't need an excuse to fly it the man's got he could buy half the u.s army he, he doesn't need an excuse to fly a fighter jet 
but but I'm all I'm in. I'm in like Flint. Uh, give me that movie. <laughs> all right. So thanks again, Speaking folks. For 80s, we're in the midway. Yeah, we're in the midway point. So let's get to talking about our 80s movie uh showdown. So what happened oh, last boy. week? Uh, we we kind of narrowed down the field. We we created a couple stipulations as to what movies qualify for this particular bracket, and I think we're pretty sure we're going to have to run a sister bracket with uh, <laughs> the uh, the sci-fi fantasy titles. So stay tuned for that. After um, I don't know if you want to cover any more recap kind of stuff, Rob. Will I get to get things ready here? Um, recap. Uh, so I'm just gonna. I I don't have access to check out these to to highlight. Well, what, these. What, what were our rules? Like, what kind of movies are we oh, picking? Crap. <laughs> so what we had done. I just. What day is it today? Um. So is it only the 11th day of January? Is that? It feels oh, like January is already only been 11 like days months in. Old. Oh my god. We had we we kind of stipulated that we had to separate sci-fi based movies out of the main action role because when you're having a bracket how do you put uh blood sport up against robocop two great action movies but two vastly different you how do you properly and fairly have them compete against each other it was much easier when we were doing the worst comic book movies because it was just which one is more shittier <laughs> and they're all still within that realm of a comic book idea uh, it was too hard you, you it, how do you do predator versus above the law again you know two great action movies but just within different realms so we had to that's why john's saying we probably we're looking to have we'll have a sister bracket of some of these sci-fi um fantasy movies that were in the 80s that do belong on a best of action list but they just couldn't com be competitive with the more grounded action movies like lethal weapons or beverly hills or die hard right so we had that we actually we also removed out um uh, and I know there's going to be an asterisk here. We were, did remove out like the Top Guns, the Iron Eagles, uh, because as much as those were action movies, they weren't necessarily the the running and gunning fighting uh, movies. Obviously, using airplanes, we took out um, uh, the Karate Kid movies that were kind of more comedic in its nature, like a comedy action, right? So we took out Karate Kid one and two. I feel like uh, the it's a comedy drama Karate Kid. I don't even know if it's considered a comedy action. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, okay, yeah, more probably more comedy drama um, with some action elements, but but we we removed that, and then we also I feel like we removed, and this is where I go back to the asterisk uh, aspect is we removed sports movies. So I think we took out Rocky, uh, the Rocky movies because it's more of a sports movie as opposed to action. And if you may say, but why? If you've removed sports, why do you have blood sport in it? I think we can all agree that blood sport is just a different kind. Like it is not a sports movie per se. It's it's definitely. You know, uh, what I would deem to be an action movie. Um, so, and, and it's our there's show. There's some fights that take place <laughs> outside of the tournament. But yeah, if, if you look up something like and Rocky, it's our it's show. Even, so, yeah, yeah. And, like Rocky is not even classified as an action movie. It's actually a, a drama. <coughs> Sorry. Um, right. Uh, I don't. I, re I don't remember what it is. Drama sport. It was a, dra a sports drama. Yeah. So, so that's, so we, that, that's, we had to put some, some continuity. We had to remove some of these movies. Uh, I, I listen, I'm going to, we'll be honest with you. We actually took Indiana Jones, like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Sorry to call it Indiana Jones first. It's not it's Raiders. We took Raiders out and we threw it into the sci-fi, the sci-fi movie um, category, because when you look at this final bracket that we're going to create, you can just see that it, it, the indie movie just does not, it, it, it just doesn't belong in that, that area. So, um, 
so that's I think that that's pretty much about it in terms of our our I guess our rules surrounding which movies we decided to go with, right, John? Oh, we oh sorry, and if anybody did care. Yes, we know Empire Strikes Back came out in in '83. We know Superman two and three were out, and we're obviously Superman four wouldn't make it in. There's a lot of those comic book movies or those those really sci-fi movies. We just didn't include those because I, it, those in, those are in categories of their own. So you won't see any Star Wars movies or superhero movies in our overall pick. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pop up the list and and we'll jump back in the comments for a second here, so you guys can kind of take it in. Uh, so this is the current list here. So like Rob said, we removed Raiders uh, of the Lost Ark, uh, and we replaced it with uh, uh, 48 Hours, just because we wanted some representation of the whole buddy, 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 uh, or two guys that shouldn't get along but they work together uh, kind of genre. But we do have a couple other movies that do represent that, like Lethal Weapon and Tango and Cash and things like that. Um, Scott in the comments does mention, or where'd it go? Um, Die Hard wins then. I, I think he's got a compelling argument. I was uh, re-watching a little bit of Die Hard, and I don't know. That's why it's at the top of the list right now. I don't know if anything is going to be able to top that right now. It will. Um, yeah. All right. Scott, uh, Rob's got the got some plans, but I don't know if that's going to happen because um, that movie is pretty damn good. It is, but there's a couple <laughs> other movies that are much better. I love me Die Hard. Do not get me wrong. But I, I don't think it, I don't think it's going to end up as a best action movie of 1980, <laughs> the 80s. Uh, Jonathan, you make a very compelling argument that uh, Lethal Weapon is actually a much better movie than Die Hard in terms of an action movie. Um, I would I would definitely recommend that if everybody has an understanding of what Die Hard is, if you didn't see it over the holidays, rewatch it. But definitely rewatch Lethal Weapon. I I'm almost willing to bet. Uh, I, um, John's hair that <laughs> Lethal Weapon 2 is a better movie than Die Hard 1. So I don't know about that, but but it's good actually. The similarities between those two movies and kicking off the whole genre like, if you look at our list here, there's a there's a whole style of movie like uh, Roadhouse, Rambo, um, the Arnold Schwarzenegger Commandos and Predators and all that kind of stuff, which was like the the muscle fueled uh, yeah. explosions, larger than life, uh, military dudes. And then, uh, and then, kind of, Die Hard comes along in Lethal Weapon, and and I feel like they they kind of like, like, uh, kind of mutated the genre a little bit. Well, they made um, the co they made police officers the the gritty heroes, right? They took the police officer movie, like the Dirty Harry movies from like the seventies, and tweaked it to eighties action, um, to to an eighties uh, ideology, right? Um, so, you know, that the height of cocaine use and, and everything else, and that's the reality, sorry, but that's reality of the eighties. I mean, New York uh, as a backdrop in the eighties was pretty shitty looking. So, um, so it's, it's very Gotham-y, right? So it's no surprise that, that police officers are cops. That's where they, you know, they really came into the action movie genre in that way, because I think before they were just, they were more of rogue cops, you know, dirty, hairy and this and that they were um you know um they were one-offs right uh you know breaking the laws for their own purpose and these guys then it became a bit different so yeah yeah uh, fraser fraser mentions he thinks fx should be on there i don't i don't remember this movie at all rob so i don't know if you I do. think fraser's got an argument here if we should move one of these things on the list uh, I'm, no you know I'm what fraser I, I was a big fx fan actually i think i feel though like i end up watching fx2 way more than i watch fx1 fx is a really good movie but i don't 
I would actually say that it's not, um, it, listen, if we throw this on the list, it's the first one out. It's not going to hold up against even one of the worst on this list. Unfortunately, I think it was more cool and spectacle, the practical effects. I mean, the whole premise being it was a special effects guy, you know, uh, laying all these cool little traps and whatnot and, and fighting these bad guys with his, you know, his robots, his movie effects is a, is a really great premise and idea. But it, does it is it does it actually hold up to the Lethal Weapons Die Hard's Beverly Hills Cop? Unfortunately, it doesn't. So that's my opinion. Uh, it's a fun movie, though, and I would definitely recommend people watch it. FX is a lot is a really cool movie. All right, cool. So I, I think I'm going to toss these into the bracket generator now then. Okay. Ooh, I'm nervous. See how it goes. But hold on. I might have a... Uh... Messed this the, up by putting uh look at the size of that finger. I, I, it's, the camera's like right here, like right in the bottom of it. Anyways, let me try something. I'm gonna have to do something. Oh, there we go. Okay, so we go. Okay, so let me um let me adjust my screen a little bit, folks. Bear with yeah, us. Well, yeah, yeah, you do that. I'm, I'll respond. Yeah, Lewis. Yeah, never. You, if you've never seen FX, it's actually F. Is it F with a backslash X? I believe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was uh, Brian Brown and Brian Dennehy. Um and it and it came up there was two movies I think it was eighty six was FX and I feel like eighty nine was FX two, uh again, they are fun movies um but you know by no means do they do they hold up to the other ones now it is funny following last week's show I had uh, like a, a frying pan hit me in the head moment and I was like oh my god John completely forgot about Remo Williams the adventure begins. <laughs> and John immediately shot it down without ever having watched the movie. I know Scott, uh, I sent the, the, the picture of the, of the cover to Scott. And of course he was laughing out loud. He could be, I think he would be all for Fred, uh, Fred Ward, Fred Ward, Fred Williams, uh, Fred Ward being in, in Remo Williams, but uh, we're, we're not going to put it in. But if you haven't seen Remo Williams, the adventure begins, you were in for a treat. <laughs> the cover looks kind of whack. But all right, so we got we got our bracket here. Um, uh, let me hold on. Let me see if I can zoom in anymore. I want to make sure you guys can see it. So let me close this. Um, so how's that? Is that readable? Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. Put a little bit closer. There we go. Uh, we lose the bottom wow. row, but we'll we'll, we'll get scroll. to it. We can scroll. Um, Look at that. Hold on. Let me get this comment off from. Uh, there we go. All right, so let's see. Okay, so round one. So for you guys listening on the audio, if you can't read it or see it, we're going to have... So round one, we're looking at Die Hard um, versus Missing in Action. (laughs) hmm, I wonder which one's going to win on that one. I feel like we should do that. Let's let's, let's run over the entire list, and then then we'll we'll circle back and see if there's anything we can call right away. Lethal Weapon uh, versus Roadhouse. Commando versus Black Rain. uh, Bloodsport versus Cobra. Okay. Yeah. Bloodsport versus Cobra. Beverly Hills Cop versus Red Heat. Beverly Hills Cop 2 versus Rambo First Blood Part 2. Mm. Lethal Weapon 2 versus Tango and Cash. Wow. And then Above the Law, uh, Steven Seagal versus 48 Hours. All right. So let's let's circle back to the top. Um, and let me get. Can I ask? Any, can I ask anybody uh, while John's doing that? Um, is anybody kind of excited? Like, are, will you be watching these movies with us? Because I guarantee you, I cannot wait to dive back into these movies. I just purchased 
Black Rain off of iTunes. I think it was like 10 bucks because I, I used to have it. I don't have it anymore. I, I've seemed to have missed, gone, a whole bunch of my movies are gone. I don't know what happened to them. I have a funny feeling that my brother-in-law, he just, he took a whole bunch and I was like, yeah, sure, return them whenever. And and it's been years. So uh, I'm very excited to be watching a lot of these, um, if, if not most of them. Yeah. All right. So let's see if we can easily decide any of these. I feel like Die Hard versus Missing in Action. Uh, unfortunately, I think Chuck Norris' uh, Legend is going to lose that one. Um, and it's not. And it's not to say it is because of Chuck Norris. I think it's to say that um, the movies um, that he was involved in, like if Die Hard was starring Chuck Norris, that that would be something hella impressive. But um, but, so, but I think Bruce Willis really sells the uh, every man that you weren't sure if he was going to win that fight. Um, whereas Chuck Norris, you're like, oh, yeah, he's going to win. That's no problem. So are we just then we're just not going to watch Missing in Action? We're just going to make the call right now? I think we're going to I think we're going to chop down some time here. <laughs> and any clear uh, winners? Well, I know why, because John just doesn't have the time to watch all these movies. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, my stupid internet. Oh, actually, it's a site. All right, so let's see. Uh, if anyone disagrees with this, uh, oh, sorry, this is some behind the scenes stuff. Uh, actually, let, Rob, can you talk for a bit while I fix this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm going to try to go through some of these. Um, and again, I apologize, guys. I can't, uh, guys and girls. Although um, uh, Michelle, I don't think is on tonight. Um, let me see. Andrew says, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, Black Rain, Tego Cash, 48 Hours to be making it to the next round. I'm not necessarily sure about that 48 Hours. I have to see. I, I, I can't remember who 48 Hours went up against. If it was um, Above the Law, then that's no. Above the Law is going far, my friend. Um, Cobra over Bloodsport. Also, uh, Andrew saying Cobra over Bloodsport. What? Andrew, have you been drinking? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't understand. Um uh, Fraser saying Die Hard wins. I'm assuming you mean for that one bracket, not for the overall. Um, <laughs> you might mean overall. Um, let me see. Uh, oh, Lewis is telling people that they're all slackers. They have to watch the damn movies. Um, somebody also mentioned Tubi on here. I don't know. I can't remember who it was. It said, I'm going to have to. to um, to. Oh, Jonathan, I might have to swim through the trash that is Tubi. Yeah, so I think this is a relatively new streaming service, and I could be wrong, um, but a, a friend of mine messaged me about this a little while ago, that Tubi is available. It, it's an ad-supported streaming service, so they have a whole bunch of older movies. You just unfortunately have to sit through uh, a bunch of ads. It's like watching it on television, but I think the ads are only about 15 to 30 seconds. There's only a couple of them. So I might actually have to sign up for that to see some of these movies. Also a good suggestion for those in Canada, uh, the CTV app. If you have an Apple TV uh, Fire Stick or on your iOS devices, the CTV app has a whole bunch of older movies, but they're only within a 30-day period and then they get replaced. So you can always check out some of those movies um, there as well. Um all right. Do, do, do we? Did you say any of these others were e easy calls? I want to say Lethal Weapon Two over Tango and Cash, um, just because the chemistry is definitely better in Lethal Weapon Two than <clears throat> Tango and Cash. Yeah, I guess. Do people are? are I mean, I guess we're 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 cutting this, some of this down now. We don't want to be watching some of these movies. I think we should cut we should cut some of it down. Um, let's see. Lethal Weapon Roadhouse. Um, 
That's a tough one, John. I know it's tough because I really like Roadhouse. I, you're you're, you're very you're weapon. very biased, but but I feel like overall Lethal Weapon Two is probably a better movie than Lethal Weapon One. I don't know if you're going to agree with that. I'm going to punch you in the face first of all. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think Lethal Weapon One is better than Lethal Weapon Two? I want to rewatch Lethal Weapon. I just finished watching one. I, I've seen these movies a, a, a whole bunch. Like I have to say, out of all of the action movie series. Those four movies are the ones I've likely watched the most in my life. Um, because as a series, all four movies are very, very solid. The Lethal Weapon 2 does introduce Joe Pesci. <laughs> so there is that. It then it, it creates this comedic style that is definitely not present in the first movie. Um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not. I feel like I feel like comedy needs to be infused in a lot of these 80s action movies because they are so over the top and the heroes are usually larger than life that you have to have a little something like a, like black rain. I haven't watched, like, I don't even know if I've watched black rain. Like I rewatched the trailer today. Uh, I remember the whole motorcycle dudes with the swords across the ground and stuff like that. Yeah. But it looks like there's no comedy in that movie at all. So uh, it no, has me a little, really. yeah, it has me a little concerned on the rewatch. Whereas I, I think commando is going to demolish this movie by the way. Um, so I'll run through my kind of like thoughts um, and we'll let people in the comments chime in and see if, we have any easy dis easy victories other than this diehard matchup. So lethal weapon over Roadhouse. Uh, I'll leave that to Rob. Uh, Commando over uh, Commando for sure for me wins over Black Rain. Um, Bloodsport would win over Cobra because I have watched Bloodsport hella more times. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop easily beats Red Heat. Um, I don't know about this. Beverly Hills Cop two and Rambo First Blood two. It's been a while since I've seen both. Beverly Hills Cop two is Tony Scott stuff. Uh, I'll leave that for a second. Lethal Weapon 2, like I said, I think that wins over Tango and Cash. Uh, Above the Law, I think, is going to win over 48 Hours, even though 48 Hours kind of, like, created this kind of genre or, like, kind of, like, made it viable. Um, so, uh, Rob, I don't know if you want to chime in or if you want to hit the comments yet. Um, yeah, so listen, here's how I, I would see it, John. Uh, first of all, I would say Above the Law definitely beats 48 Hours. Uh, that's for me. Uh, I'm going to – I think Lethal Weapon 2 definitely beats Tango and Cash. I enjoy Tango and Cash, but it's um, it's comparative to Lethal Weapon 2, I don't think is as good of a, of a movie. The Beverly Hills Cop 2 Rambo 2 is a tough go. Um I don't know who would win between those two because Rambo Part Two is so vastly different than its its predecessor, whereas Beverly Hills Cop Two is very very similar to the to the its its predecessor. But as you said, it's a Tony Scott movie and it's very it's very stylish. Although a lot of people they don't hold it in the same regard as the first as the first one. I think Rambo. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. Beverly Hills cop two. Uh, I did rewatch it a little while ago and I, it doesn't have the same magic as the first one, even though some people do tend to like more than the first one. Yeah. And, but I think Rambo first blood part two is what kind of helped make the Rambo mythology. Do you know what I'm saying by that? So meaning that it really stay and then Rambo part three, those movies is what caused us to have the Rambo cartoon series, the Rambo serial and everything else. You didn't have that with first blood. You was because yeah. of first blood part two. So I would probably say first blood part two will probably beat Beverly Hills cop two. Um, uh, I well, think let's, let's go for the easy stuff then for sure. So let's, let's talk about and going cash. Um, it looks like most of the people in the comments are agreeing with us. I don't know if you want to, um, 
have to rewatch those to decide that. But I, I feel like it's oh. I feel like Lethal Weapon Two definitely does have to go on. Yeah, I, I would put Lethal Weapon Two above that. Why does this program do this to me? Um, I think it's I think it's a user error. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just randomly doing it. Uh, how about Above the Law over Forty Eight Hours? Uh, I, I'm I'm thinking ob- above the law. I think Forty Eight uh, Hours feels more like a comedy. You have Beverly, uh, not Beverly. Um, you have Eddie Murphy, um, and Nick Nolte, I believe. Yep. Who are not um, sober? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, they were they were not considered action stars at this time. I I would I would debate if Eddie Murphy is even considered uh, an action guy overall. Um. Well, yeah, but in all fairness, though, Bruce Willis wasn't an action guy. He was he was filming Moonlighting at the time, right? And then he was doing Die Hard in in the evenings. So, um, so I would I would I would just counter that argument. Um, but, but but other than other than Beverly Hills Cop, like, what is Eddie Murphy really the action star in? He did a movie called Metro. I don't know if you remember it with uh, Michael <laughs> Michael Rappaport. Yeah. He was cop. Yeah, um, I own it on Laserdisc um, because I wanted to support Eddie Murphy's career. But that's the only other real action movie that I can kind of think of off the uh, off the top uh, of my head. Yeah, he was in a newer be... movie with Ben Stiller, uh, something about a heist of some kind. I think I wouldn't count the Adventures of Pluto Nash. So I, I think yeah. that he's very. Yeah, I don't consider him. I think he's more of a comedic star than he was an action star. Uh, Above the Law is Steven Seagal's first movie. Uh, the first two minutes uh, of that movie is actual footage of him in Japan um, training. Uh, it is not to say it's autobiographical, but there are a lot of elements of that movie that are autobiographical with respect to his history. Um, so Above the Law is a much better movie than 48 Hours. Yeah. Tower Tower Heist, that was, that was the movie I was talking about, but that's more of a comedy uh, adventure. Uh, right, action. yeah. Um, Lewis does action if asked if I have a functional laserdisc player. I don't know. <laughs> I have a laserdisc player. If it's functional or not, I don't know. <laughs> well, oh, okay. Are you functional? Like people... <laughs> I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm out of uh, whiskey right now, so I don't know. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, it looks like people are generally agreeing that above the laws is, is is definitely. I've already. I've actually already moved it ahead. Because right. <laughs> I actually, I actually do really want to watch. I don't remember Mark for Death, Above the Law, those movies. I I don't know if I can tell them apart at this moment. Um, I feel like this is an easy call though. Here, Beverly Hills Cop uh, versus Red Heat. I I don't think we can have a top three without Beverly Hills Cop in there as a representative for the eighties. Yeah, Red Heat is a good movie, but I feel that John Belushi, no, Jim Belushi, Jim Belushi, Belushi. I feel like he kind of almost taints that movie a little bit. Um, Yeah, anybody else, I wonder if it would have hit harder. Could you imagine if it was Eddie Murphy? Could you imagine if it was Eddie Murphy with Arnold in Red Heat? Like, I really don't, I think Jim Belushi just was the wrong the wrong actor for that movie. Yeah, no, I think I think that's a, I think that's an easy call. So I moved it ahead. Um, Bloodsport versus Cobra. I don't know. I would. I feel like I don't mind watch rewatching Cobra unless a lot of people in the comments are uh, are. Uh, Bloodsport is a classic, but Van Damme does have uh, a string of like kind of very definitive action movies in the nineties. 
that, that so if so if we go and do a 90s bracket he's going to be all over there um and especially with his later works like uh time cop and and sudden death and things like that a universal soldier like like bloodsport is is a great kind of like dudes fighting other dudes using uh various martial arts um the originator you know the when original mortal the, Kombat. but when was the last time you saw cobra because Cobra in and of itself is not a great movie. From my from my uh, recollection, I admit I've seen, I, I've seen of it. Yeah, I don't think I've watched it in its entirety. I don't know if anyone else has uh, in the comments. We could definitely use your help on that one. Um, but I've watched scenes of it. Like the the opening scene definitely is really good. It's um, been a really long if... time. It's it, and if I, it's been a long time, like it's got to be about fifteen years since I've watched that movie. I feel though that it ends really abruptly. I can't tell if you're smiling or if you're frozen. What I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I just, yeah, sorry. I, I, I don't know what's going on with my internet. If I'm slowing down or you're slowing down, but Scott, not just 1986, probably. <laughs> Minus when it released. <laughs> so that's the last time he saw it. <laughs> which which I would not be surprised and and that actually that actually uh the case I feel like that of us deciding it the fact that he's never took the time to rewatch it and he does have a lot clogging up here if anyone if Rob is still there yeah I'm here anyone's there I, I guess I'm I, breaking up yeah, yeah. Uh, you're like uh, the violent femmes you're breaking up um I, I didn't hear what you were saying about about Cobra. I, I don't know if we can make the decision right now or not. I don't know if anybody else recalls it. The problem is, is that it's, I felt, I've always kind of felt that Cobra didn't hold up to a lot of those 80s action movies. I always kind of felt like it was in the bottom half of those movies. It could just be because of the, t the year it came out. I mean, 86, I mean, we talked about this last week, John, those movies they really kind of took off just after like an 87 and whatnot. Like those, that those last three and a half years of the eighties was definitive eighties action movies. And so I kind of feel that sometimes those earlier movies get, get forgotten about. Um, I just, I feel like Cobra really ended abruptly. If I remember correctly, like he just gets in his car and drives away and you're like, what, that's it. Um, so I, I mean, I'm willing to watch it again with everybody else. I just, um, my recollection of Bloodsport, having seen it, obviously way more than I did Cobra. It was a much better movie, but I, I'm willing to hold off and wait if we want to make a decision on that next week. I'll I'll, uh, I'll do my best to try to find Cobra. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what's happening with John. Um, uh, let me see what else. I see John has the bracket, so I couldn't even um, I couldn't even tell what else we had on there. Um, does anybody else in the comments have any uh, rem uh, memories of of Cobra? <clears throat> yeah, Fraser, you're saying wait on that round. I think that's what we're probably going to have to do. I just don't think it's as easy as the other ones that we've been picking so far. Um, <laughs> Fraser also saying that John has just jumped back to dial up. I I I think you might be right. See, and now he's gone. <laughs> uh, awesome. Um, so let me see what else do we have here. Hey, buddy. Um, uh, you're saying John looks fine. That's All because right. I don't he just can hear Rob's still there. Yeah, we can hear you. 
we, we can kind of hear you. Um, uh, Bloodsport up, set up Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Hey, John, if you can hear us, put put the bracket back up in case you go missing again. Um, um, yeah, see, Lewis, uh, you haven't seen or don't remember seeing Cobra. I Yeah, again, it's been a really bad time, uh, a long time. Andrew says that Cobra has a better bad guy. What tanks? That movie is Bridget Nelson. Uh, Nielsen. Isn't that really true, though, for almost every Bridget Nielsen movie, Andrew? I mean, don't forget, she is in Beverly Hills Cop 2. Um, I do think that maybe the best part of Beverly Hills Cop 2 is Gilbert Gottfried. I think the inclusion of him in that three-minute scene is probably the funniest part or the best part about that entire movie. Um, um, John, do you have the uh, bracket to put up? <laughs> John forgot his AOL password. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. In, in a... <laughs> it's so bad. Nobody knows what's happening. This is like Max Everyone Hedrum, in my house like, just jumped really... on the internet. Nope, nobody did at all. <laughs> um, yes, uh, Scott, she was Red Sonia. Uh, yes, Bridget Nielsen was Red Sonia. And actually, I'm just going to double check that while we wait for John. I'm pretty sur certain that she was uh red sonia yes yes bridget nielsen um i also kind of feel though that maybe her whole entire career was somewhat tainted by that horrible uh early 2000 um that show the celebrities that were all in that house living together with flavor Flav, and she was like making out with them and stuff um that, that pretty much destroyed her career i think um john are you there is John available with us? I wish I had the a copy of his uh, of the bracket. At any rate, listen, we are uh, almost uh, hitting the one hour uh, mark. I want to thank everybody who has tuned in. It has been a lot of fun. Sorry for the technical difficulties on John's part. Um, so we're going to finalize. We've, the, the bracket's finalized. John's going to post it on the Facebook and on Instagram. You can go check it out there. We'll have already the picks that we've already made. We'll finalize those, those other picks. I would, I honestly would highly recommend if you have an opportunity to watch some of these movies, uh, definitely do it again. Even if you think the nostalgia factor might be high, and I'm the first to say that nostalgia factor can definitely overshadow movies. John is a perfect example with Batman and Robin and how much he thought the nostalgia factor completely was uh, rife with Batman and Robin, and, and he realized it was tainting his vision. So I would highly recommend, if you have an opportunity to rewatch some of these movies, that you go ahead and do so. I'm going to do it. Uh, if I haven't seen... Some of these I've already seen within the last 30 days at any rate, because what else am I going to do? Um, I don't... I, sleep is for the week. So um, I would definitely recommend, if you have an opportunity to do that, check it out on whatever websites. You can follow me on Instagram, at Rob Gadet and at Twitter. I will do my best to also put up there, if I have a link uh, or uh, an idea of where you can get some of those... Um, some of those movies uh, online to be able to watch it, whether it's in Canada, definitely check it out there. Uh, John, you can follow at uh, J-Ho at Heroes Sorry, World. I anyone can hear me in here. Yeah, we can kind of hear you, John. Um, but you can definitely follow John. You know where he's at on the Instagram and on, on, on Facebook with oh the store. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. I had to switch to my phone. All right.
Don't worry about it, Don. It's all good. Um, Also, don't forget on Wednesday, please tune in. The new uh, Heroes World main podcast episode drops on Wednesday. We we talk about what we're looking forward to in 2021, what has the potential to be the Wonder Woman 84 of 2021, and we fan cast uh, uh, the Heroes for Hire uh, duo. Um, So that's going to be a lot of fun. And some other things that we do there as well. And then... um, looking forward to it we've got we are going to be finalizing uh, part of this bracket we're moving into some of the i guess the quad finals or whatever they are um i don't do sports and then be moving on to a discussing as well uh wandavision um uh, which will probably be coming out next sunday the episode we'll we'll review the first two episodes uh for you so there's a lot of heroes world content please uh tune in thank you for those who do tune in uh week in week out who take the time to, to watch us every week, to to comment. Um, you know, we, we say it every week, and I just don't know if it, if it – we can't we can't say it in a way that probably makes a lot of sense, but we really appreciate your feedback um, and your inclusion and your interaction with us. If it's not for you guys, we wouldn't be doing this. So thank you very much. Um, follow our social medias. I will post up where you can see some of these movies. Uh, John will update the bracket and put it on Facebook. And, um, yeah, I think that's about it. So – um, I guess that's it. We're we're out, John. Oh, are you back? I'm I'm on my phone, so thanks for closing out, Rob. Sorry, folks. I don't know what's going on here. Um, we do pay for some of the most expensive internet here. Um, but <laughs> I don't know what the frick. <laughs> it's all good. No, it's all good. Um, oh, and sorry, right before we go, um, no, Scott, we're not going to do the sci-fi stuff yet. We'll probably get more into that as the main bracket progresses. So. We'll, uh, we'll have a lot of fun. Anyways, guys, guys and gals, thanks so much. Have a great evening. Uh, be safe. Please be safe. Wear your masks. Be safe. And we'll see you next week. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Ralph.